So, I'm really a firm believer that the best content comes without effort. In my personal experience, that is exactly how it happens for me. So, I really want to try something. I really want to just record, you know, and just exist. Like, irrelevant of, like, whether or not I am or not recording a podcast. Like, I want to get into the mentality that, like, a podcast is just another thing that I do in my life versus something that defines my life. You know what I mean? So I want to incorporate it into, like, it's a sort of art, you know? That's kind of the essence of art. As I was saying in the last episode, it's the communication between the soul and the manifestation of the soul you know so that's what art kind of strives to be in my opinion or that's what i've defined it for myself as you know i've seen it like a visual like a as through a visual or like that's the okay transmutation the concept of transmutation is taking something from within and making it occur without that is the transmutation of emotional energy internal two-dimensional ideation energy but even though we i call it two-dimensional but really it's infinitely dimensional <laughs> it's as deep as it can be made as you can conceive it to be that's how it can be that's the cool thing about perception though like i mean perception on earth like we're only ever going to think about something that we could conceive here on earth so you're always going to be grounded on your ideas like your ideas are never going to be too out of here you know like if you can conceive a legitimate idea like through your spark you know like let's call it your uh, destiny through your calling like if you could conceive it and if it really like calls your soul into action then there's nothing too big or small that you cannot really accomplish but no you know that's just me starting and recording and just talking about what's on my mind but I decided that I really wanted to just record and like I realized as I was listening to uh, the last episode of the podcast, the one that was just recently uploaded, that, well, the left and right mono stereo input wasn't calibrated. So now it should be calibrated appropriately. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I decided, all right, let's upload another one because it's like I didn't catch this during post-production, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I totally didn't catch it So I, until later. So I was like, all right, let me just do it. Because, I mean, I did it uh, how I mentioned in the last episode. I was like, all right, I just now that I have this nice, clear, crispy microphone, I want to go ahead and recap all of the season one, like, main ideas. So that, you know, moving forward, there's nothing that can be said. It's just, it's like, only new ideas, you know? And that is going to make it easier for me as well. And not only me and you, it's going to be a collective thing. You know, it's like, it's going to be easier for me because it's going to be like, all right, go to season two, episode two, LOL. And you'll see how you could tie all of these concepts into each other by just like, all right, here's your compendium. Uh, this is kind of like the dictionary. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, well, all right. So we need to talk about time. Time is like the beginning and the end. Those are the two variables of time. So time only moves forward. Well, we only move forward in time here as perceived uh, linear space. We are never going back in time and we are never still in time. So there's only the past and the future. The present moment is simply the anchor to the future or the port for the past to be a memory. You know what I'm saying? That's very lucid. You know, this is kind of like the type of thing that like you don't get when I just write a script out because if it's written out and it's like just scripted, like there's no, uh, there's no necessity for my intuition to try to like weave the concepts into a more cohesive and understandable concept, you know, concept. And I mean, that's essentially part of the reason why like this is something that, I mean, it's so fun to me because these are ideas that I know so deeply to, like, be true. Like, they're just so, I know them to be so true. And I know that the more I align the ideas into words and concepts and shapes and illustrations as expression, the more in a natural state the collective itself will be at that same level you know it's like i already have met so many people uh through this show outside of the show and just like well you know this show has been cool i mean i've been meeting a lot of individuals 
that share these interests and like realizing where my demographic was kind of really opened my eyes to like what I think about and the way that I view the world. Like it's very cool for me because it's like I'm making something without the intention of with any other intention other than to just make it because this is like something that is really important to me. It's something that like I really enjoy. You know? But um I do notice that like this is just a completely new like behemoth, you know? Like now I'm getting into the world of like audio engineering and it's not just like well, let's talk about these ideas. No, it's like, all right, how can I provide the best expression of all of this by providing like well you know at the end of the day this is entertainment because i'll go back myself and i'll just listen to these and it's like all right am i entertained <laughs> what's up future me <laughs> yeah well you know that's those are the type of things that like are really interesting because it's like time only moves forward but now when I go back and I listen to this podcast later and I'm like, hey, what's up past me, which is technically in this moment right now, there's like a there's like a there's like a blip, you know, there's like a space of intangibility that this concept dips into and our soul needs to kind of like in tune it, you know, in tune, divine intuition, divination, same ideas, you know, it's kind of like the same the same uh, conceptual wagon uh-huh so essentially this is the phenomenon that like i am here to like try to put into like shapes and forms and meanings of roadmaps i guess so like i think that's something cool to do in this episode would be to just read all the scripts i have up until this point that i recorded of the podcast and just do a solid read through and like you know giving my lucid ideas as i come to read those parts and it'll be a little bit of a longer video maybe like 45 minutes possibly an hour or beyond but you know it'll be as long as it has to be and i think that's exciting i'm actually quite excited for this one so yeah i don't exactly know how long this is gonna be but we're just gonna get started um yeah so we're gonna start from episode one not necessarily the trailer like i mean if you're here you already have like a rough idea of what this show is about if not you wouldn't be listening to it yeah not as many of you would be listening to it it's pretty cool thanks today we will be setting the foundation for what is the entire series the structural backbone that is the thinking model of the conceptual machine that is this podcast before we get into the nucleus of today's conversation, let's define some terms so that I can just apply those definitions to the concepts without having to interrupt my train of thought. Function. We can look at these as variables that have objectives. Recursion. Purpose goes hand in hand with direction. Similarly, a recursion is what goes on during the process of a function expressing itself by being itself. Through the process of comparison and relation, a function will apply to itself the same definition until the expression is realized. In short, a recursion is a self-defining function. Self-reference comes through recursion, knowing not knowing, translates into being. The conscious becomes the afterimage of the subconscious. So the pinnacle of the, the, the triad, I don't know why I said pinnacle, but the more so the triad of what you know, what you know you don't know, and what you don't know you don't know. That's what the isomorphism is. You know, I say isomorphism for short, but it's an isomorphism. But truth be told, like if it's isomorphism or isomorphisms, whoever the fuck is going to be talking about the fucking isomorphism or isomorphism or isomorphism is going to fucking know that we're talking about isomorphisms or isomorphisms. It's the same thing. You know, like how many people have you spoken to, spoken to about this that like already had this preconception, like this pre-understanding of isomorphisms or whatever you know it's not that many people <laughs> so it doesn't matter you know it's the same main idea uh yeah so isomorphisms 
Sameness, it's the, it's a sameness factor that creates the string of information. So what's the string? Think of like a folder and everything that you can put into the same thing is part of the same string. So let's say the alphabet is all information that you can line up and put as, uh, into this folder and call it a string known as the alphabet. That is a placeholder of information and it helps you to group it and make it smaller so that you can do something bigger with it. That is the essence of consciousness, and, you know, that's kind of how we program our machines here on Earth. Well, here on Earth, implying that, like, you know, there's life anywhere else. Who knows, you know, Elon Musk is planning on taking us to Mars. If Elon Musk could do it, then I'm certain that if there's alien life out there, they have been able to do it, too, you know, at some point or another. But, you know, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but, yeah, so... That's an isomorphism is the sameness that creates the string of information that can quantify a new function by recursive grouping. This allows for the foundation of consciousness to branch out and flourish. As far as we can trace back humans, we can trace back the chronicle of how the way we express ourselves has evolved. Our survival has been dependent on not only our ability to hunt and gather, but also express the internal perception of the relative I-awareness. So what is this I-awareness? This is actually where the challenge for me begins. Cue the recursion. Outer representation creates an isomorphism. So there are limits to logic. Why is it that we created language? Well. Language was a way to create and share memes. So let's go back to the way that we defined a string. The same concept of having the alphabet and grouping it into one string that I'm naming it the alphabet. That same concept is what we applied to, well, the creation of language, the Rosetta Stone linguistics. And, you know, now that we're here, I can go ahead and cross-reference, but that's why we have the limbic system. Over time, the limbic system has evolved to be able to uh, just acutely represent and understand these subtle realities that we navigate within. So, language was created to share memes. What are memes? They're placeholders of information, which are only relevant to those that know of it already. You know, like, you either have to be, like, you know, for lack of a better word, I'm going to go ahead and say initiated. But you're either initiated into this or you figure it out, you see it once and then you become initiated but, or you know it already. The first time you might find it funny, you might not, you know what I'm saying? But like you need to be initiated into it. And then the second time you see it, oh, and then you can see it in different contexts and then you will know. But like if it's something that like, you know, it's resonant with you as like cultural, societal, internal, external, three-dimensional, four-dimensional, multi-billion dollar dimensional. Hello. Um, but yeah, so dreamer awake. Last week, well, again, I'm just reading. So this was many, many weeks ago. L well, but yeah, we discussed functions, isomorphisms, and recursions, and how these concepts create consciousness. We also discussed how culture grows from memes and what language is attempting to accomplish. Today, we are going to be expanding on these ideas even further now that we have a basic understanding of them. If the concepts in today's episode don't entirely make sense, I highly recommend checking out the previous episode, which, you know, I literally just read. <laughs> As sentient human beings, we come with an internal compass that drag us towards what we want and away from what we don't want. It is for our survival, after all. We call this ego. Our ego is the reductionist and internal expression that serves as the bridge between the conscious and unconscious realms. So, so we have the conscious realm. This is essentially the manifestation of the unconscious realm. The unconscious realm is the bridge between intuition and infinite intelligence. Different people call different things to this source of uh, all-knowing, all-knowledge. God, Holy Spirit, Satan, Lucifer, Jesus, whatever, you know, Krishna, Ganesh. The list goes on. If there's a deity that people worship, that is a label for this omnipotent, omnipresent, just ever correspondent energy. You know, everything else that goes with that programming is the internal programming that is attached with the ego that becomes the manifestation of the conscious realm after being connected and programmed within the unconscious realm. 
Okay, so this awareness is a sort of mirror that acts as a recursive thought loop, which creates the basis for the identity to root within. Here's where our likes, dislikes, ambitions, and fears take shape, and it is in the outside world where we find them. As the identity begins to deeper identify with symbols of what it chooses to be, then it begins to motivate the way in which you navigate the world that you are reaching out to create. Through self-referent realization of physical and socio-cultural isomorphisms, the group collective of symbols and people begin to take shape and space within all the realms of existence. So, the realms of existence, this is where awareness takes place, the birthplace of awareness. There are many interpretations of these realms as they vary from culture to culture, shifting in archetype to archetype as the region, people, and language shift with them. For now though, we'll label the realms like this, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional. Just like there is fundamental matter, there is also fundamental energy that creates the motivations and archetypes that go into the correspondent pattern of reality. Just like there is fundamental matter, there is also fundamental energy that creates the motivations and archetypes that go into the correspondent pattern of reality. This is the birthplace of what drives the wheel. The dual energy fields that create the push and pull of the ideas and intentions which grow and pass through each realm of existence. Once they intersect with one another, they bleed onto the screen of space known as reality. Understanding the concept of isomorphisms, they do not necessarily occur here exclusively in the physical. These same principles apply to the screens of space within each other realm of existence. When each of these realms meet, there is where reality merges into. That is the awareness. So actually, I'll go ahead and give a sneak peek of next week's episode. I'm going to discuss how reality forms, so how we can constitute like astral projection or soul travel or just out-of-body experiences into a sort of physical grounded state of reality. And like, you know what that means for our subconscious mind in this grounded 3D physical reality. You know what I'm saying, team? Well, you know, it's cool because it's like, again, it goes back to just every other concept that we discuss in this show. It's a self-reference, a projection, a, uh, like I, we literally just went over. It's just a reflection of the internal navigations that are occurring through the subconscious orchestrations to a conscious a screen of space that becomes this sort of grounded reality. You know, so it becomes like, how do you program that space and screen time? You know, like that screen, how do you program it? Because if like you are just the programming of the program, then you can program the programming that is going to program your programmation. <laughs> follow it, follow it and follow it, follow it and follow it. Um, but yeah, before we go on, I want to say on record that it is not wrong to desire. We are here because of the fact that our souls desire to incarnate. With that initial choice in hand, we are going to self-realize specific patterns, epiphenomena, and reductionism. A convenient shorthand that summarizes a large number of deeper... Excuse me, so what the fuck? You're probably asking, what is an epiphenomenon? Um, these are just jumbled notes that I, uh, you know, pre-rehearsed. I was like, all right, so here, I'll just go ahead and talk about epiphenomena. But epiphenomena is a so it's a shorthand for meaning. So it's a different word for a meme, but it's an epiphenomena. So it's something that like, all right, one place value or one placeholder of lower level event that has no fixed impact on it. So let's say you see like repeating fours on the highway at one point and then you drive home and then you play the lottery and you win the lottery and it's 444 million dollars right you're gonna be like wow that wasn't that was related but really was it related who knows that's called epiphenomena that's a really easy way to look at it uh it gets you know that's as that's as deep as i'm gonna take it that's uh, <laughs> no need to take it any deeper um, if you want to take it a little deeper, just Google epiphenomena. That's it, my friend. Shape takes form, form takes shape. Again, I'm just reading, but uh, 
Last week, we talked about what creates our awareness and the aftermath of having awareness. We went over how setting intentions allows for us to set our will up and to move in harmony with our actions. We also discussed how the limbic system connects us to everything around us. This is a very logical approach to a very intuitive understanding. This week's episode is going to be the counterbalance to last week's. As a way to take this deeper, I want us to go back to our model of existence, the four realms. The emotional, physical, spiritual, and mental realms of existence. I also want us to think about how the limbic system plays into all of this. Our awareness is split up into different categories. The reason the mind stores information subsequently is because of the fact that if we were to take all the stimuli that is around us, we would quite literally be crippled by the utter influx of information. Our highly refined conscious awareness is the afterproduct of what the subconscious mind decides is worthy enough to pass through into our internal vision of awareness. The buffer between the space and time where the subconscious takes the outer world information and where we choose to respond is a sort of filter that refines this raw information passing through it through the internal realms of existence. So for example, how is this creating value in my life? Is this an absolute in my experience? Why is this here? These internal computations uh, taking only milliseconds to compile will flash through the mind and mold the drives and expectations that the ego mind uses to navigate within the environment. The duality of expression is the general idea of mentalization, as the hermetic alchemists would say. According to them, the universe can be constituated in accordance to seven fundamental principles, mentalization being one of them. During the same space and time where our subconscious is processing external stimuli, our gut is working very similarly. Getting its information from the medulla oblongata, the gut's microbiome creates the emotional feelings and reactions that will motivate you to act on the information that the senses are feeding to the ego. When this function is paired with the energy management algorithm from the subtle body's programming, then the way in which the electromagnetic... Magnetic. Then, the way in which the electromagnetism being sent out from the body intersects and merges with the limbic state of the environment causes the cogs of time to spin in accordance with the rhythm of the information it was given. This turns into the aligning corresponding vibrations that we are seeing sent out. Okay. This in turn aligns the corresponding vibrations that were sent out with the events and characters that will continue to propel the course of perception towards a continued state of sustainability. So what I'm saying here is that the universe doesn't differentiate between the positive and negative thoughts that we think about because the universe does not operate under the duality of good or bad. Rather, it's more of a being. Where are you in this moment? What are you sustaining? What are you trying to grow? What efforts are you putting out and hoping to receive? Not necessarily even receive because that goes with expectation, which is not wrong to have. Desire is a innate human byproduct of existing. Don't shame yourself for existing. You exist and you are here for a reason you know you're here for a reason i'm gonna say it because i believe it if you don't believe it i believe it i believe it and that's it you know like that enough is sustaining the belief of hope you know that's hope and i know that hope is hand in hand with faith and faith is something difficult to talk about nowadays because everyone has their own persona everyone has their own filter that is very delicate because of the fact that programming which okay for the most part in modern society in the United States um, most of the thinking that mainstream media is here to personify is just like you know it's they're doing the thinking for the masses this is what you should feel this is how it is like they use specific words to just i'm not attacking the media i'm just saying this is what the media does 
to like trigger specific responses for you that are going to either be dualistic. They're either going to feel like this or like this or like this or like this. It's a web. It's an algorithm. You know, it's an algorithm of like emotions. However you feel is up to you. You know, you still have the free will to feel however you have to feel. But like, you know, usually the media, this is the intention behind the media because that will encourage you to do things, you know, act upon it. And that's how, you know, you do stuff. So it's part of it, you know, it's like part of the just, it's just it, you know, it's just part of it. Um, but that's essentially a, this is what technology has allowed us to introduce into society. It's just been an evolution, you know, it's been an evolution of consciousness as we continue to interconnect within one another's mind, mentality, subconscious, you know, and I guess you could call it like, not necessarily telekinesis, but like eventually it's going to be something like that, you know, like it's like, like, you know how dolphins could just like, geek, 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 geek. <laughs> and uh, they will communicate with one another and that just transmits a whole dimension of meaning to each other, to one another, you know, each other. <laughs> but um, that's essentially the, the rate at which information is being transmitted, you know, like we're transmitting information so quick because of the fact that this simulation this matrix that we've created out of our meaning has been birthed out of well there's actually a couple of theories and eh, we'll go ahead and go over them now since this is kind of a special episode uh so it's it's created an implosion so the rise of technology the interconnection that the internet has brought and just well the new the new age you know this is the new age the the, this is the information that the new age has just brought us has proposed a couple of questions you know it's it's like a couple where we're thinking in absolutist terms and to quote Gian Baudrillard we live in a world where there is more and more information and less and less meaning consider three hypotheses either information produces meaning but cannot make up for the brutal loss of signification in every domain despite the efforts to re-inject message and content Meaning is lost and devoured faster than it could be re-injected. This is the whole ideology of free speech of media broken down into innumerable individual cells of transmission. That is into anti-media. So there's this and there's that. So that's kind of like what the counterculture is here to. It, it, every society has its culture and its counterculture. The counterculture is the opposite of the outright culture that most of society or that the specific consensus of society follows so that would be the anti-media the anti-media would be like anarchy radio either way like it's like remember the remember the archetype of like the man it's like stick it to the man so whoever started that stick it to the man thing that was anti-media that's it that's that's as simple as it was you know and this is the first hypothesis it's we can't we can't contain meaning in such a way where we maintain the initial intention that it was created with because as it becomes shared across mouth and mouth and mouth and mind and eye and ear it loses its initial meaning because everyone internalizes it differently like let's say i talk to this about i talk to someone uh on the street that i know okay enough but not like super well about like any xyz subject they're going to interpret it in whatever way they know how to interpret it it's not necessarily going to be the same way that me the person sharing it with them is going to be presenting it to them you know i could try to use specific words and like you know content or whatever to get them to see it in a specific way similar to mine to maybe see my point of view why do i want people to see my point of view i don't think i want people to see my point of view i think that i just want to express my point of view without it being you know, like, I just want it to be my point of view, and there's nothing else that's going between my point of view in this moment. You know, it's just it's an open volume, open live channel. That's just so that I could talk about points of view and, like, you know, all the all the realizations, you know, because it's like we are, we're out here having realizations, and I know I'm not the only one having these realizations. But as I've said in a previous episode, I haven't seen it written out. I haven't, I've, I have not heard this talked about so i was just like all right let's talk about it let's just talk about this on a microphone uh yeah literally that's where i'm at with all of this signification it is something else an operational model of another order outside of meaning and the circulation of meaning strictly speaking this is shannon's hypothesis 
a sphere of information that is purely functional, a technical medium that does not imply any finality of meaning, and thus should be and won't be implicated in a value judgment. A sort of code. Like the genetic code, it is what it is. Its function as it does, meaning is something else that is in a sense comes after the fact as it does. There would be simply no significant realization between the inflation of information and the deflation of meaning. So this is like you either get it or you don't. It's something that's either ingrained within you you're either going to get it because it's intuitive within your subconscious understanding of what you have absorbed from like every moment that has brought you, you know, that has taken to you to that moment where you're observing the new information and just comparing it to all the past information that you have had in like, you know, your life. And then it's either like you're going to get it because it's intuitive within you. Like we could take it to the point where it's like your soul resonates with it. Like it has the same material as your soul. Uh, you're in the same string of information as it or not. You know, like you're capable of like transmitting that meme to this person or you're not. You know, it's like it's like this is what the second hypothesis is saying. The third one, though. Or very much on the contrary, there is a rigorous and necessary core. There's a rigorous the third one, or very much on the contrary, there is a rigorous and necessary correlation between the two to the extent that the information is directly destructive of meaning and signification, or that it is dissolving dissuasive action of information, the media and the mass media. So the societal code is like media. Do you partake? Do you know how to do you know how to transmit information on this platform? You know, so it's like, let's say, do you know how to transmit a, mem a message that can reach people uh, on, let's say, social platform? I don't want to say any big names, but like on a social platform media where you can share pictures, you know, and uh, I don't know. I didn't want to say any big names. But like, let's say you're just on Instagram and you want to make a post go uh, viral or you want people to see it. You know, do you know how to like transmit the information appropriately to get like the people to be like resonant with it. That is like kind of like how you can compartmentalize meaning into such a way where you can like see whether or not like you you and the people that like you are trying to get this message out to do is share in fact that code of meaning you know it's like i'm talking to you but are you listening to me like can you even understand me can you even understand me that's where like people forget to like even like tap into it. it's like all right i'm talking but like it's just like do you even understand what i'm saying <laughs> That's like an honest question you have to ask yourself when you're dealing with some people sometimes. And you know, they might make you feel a little crazy and it's like, you're strong enough to realize that it's like, no, 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 it's just, we're not speaking the same language. It's not your fault, it's not my fault. It's just, you know, that's it. And that goes with non-attachment. Non-attachment, you just get better the more you do it. Okay, just just trust me with that. You might know this already, but it's just, it's, it's okay. <laughs> The third hypothesis is the most interesting, but flies in the face of every commonly held opinion. Everywhere socialization is measured by the exposure to media messages. Whoever is underexposed to the media is desocialized or virtually asocial. Everywhere information is thought to produce an accelerated circulation of meaning, a plus value of meaning homologous to the economic one that the result for accelerated rotation of capital. Information is thought to create communication, and even if the waste is enormous, a general consensus would have it that nevertheless as a whole, there be an excess of meaning, where it is being redistributed in all the intricacies of the social, just as the consensus would have it that the material production, despite its dysfunctions and irrationalities, opens onto an excess of wealth and social purpose. We are all complicitous in this myth. It is the alpha and omega of our modernity, without which the credibility of our social organization would collapse. We are all complicitous in this myth. It is the alpha and omega of our modernity, without which the credibility of our social organization would collapse. Well, the fact is that it is collapsing, and for this very reason. Because where we think that information produces meaning, the opposite occurs. Information devours its own content. It devours communication and the social. And for two reasons. Rather than creating communication, it exhausts itself in the act of staging communication rather than producing meaning. So listen, guys, 
I know that we kind of like derailed a little bit here, but it's the same. It's, it's This is an isomorphism to this podcast. You know, at this point, this is an isomorphism to like how meaning doesn't create content. It creates l- a subsequence of other meanings. So it's in creating your own culture by expanding your own awareness that you create new meaning from the communication that you seek out in order to express to the world your own meaning you see and that's why it goes back to art you know and you know that's why it goes back to not necessarily discipline but focus you know it goes back to focus in this case it would be talking straight into the microphone not like you know looking around and stuff it's being like all right here's the microphone and we're talking to it and you know like i mean that's the perfect example you know it's taking it to the moment where you are present and knowing where you are and seeing your space just for what it is you know this in turn aligns the corresponding vibrations that we sent out to the events and characters that will continue to propel the course of perception towards a continued state of sustainability so what i'm saying is that the universe doesn't differentiate between the positive and negative thoughts that we think because the universe does not operate under the duality of good or bad Rather, it responds to being. So we may oftentimes think that out of sight, out of mind is a solution, but in reality, what is out of mind is actually what brings into sight what we are minding in the first place. There's a weird paradox of thought in there, and that is where this idea can really levitate on its own. A self-recursive function is the purpose of this, well, isomorphism of meaning this string of information finding the balance needed for our energy body to transmit the accurate information that is in alignment with what we really want is a matter of having a conscious or aware awake lifestyle by that i mean it takes time stepping into the awareness of thinking's translating into being isn't a overnight shift in paradigm This occurs as a way to show us how the journey of expansion and growth is as a reward of the destination itself. The more we set up into the state of flow, the state of being where challenge meets skill, then the easier the ideas and thoughts we hold into our awareness will manifest. The smoother the transition between our dreams and our physical merges effortlessly, and the experience of a blissful and harmonious state of being becomes the afterproduct, the byproduct of what we attract to ourselves within the environment. We're constantly pushing ourselves into somewhere. Wherever we find ourselves, we choose to be. And that's kind of like a byproduct of either our enjoyment or determination or the opposite of that. So that's the threshold, you know, it's like it's the threshold of what you're good at, we can contribute to the world and like what the world actually needs. You know, this creates like the, the, the vector of three dimensionality. It's a sort of like, let's think of like an arrow, the arrow, think of an arrow being shot and the direction and like the propulsion and like just the, the flume. <laughs> okay, well, we'll leave that sound effect in there. The flume, the flying, you know, the actual flying and the way it travels and all of that stuff. The more flow, the more awareness. It's all thanks to the like, a more you can, okay. So this is basically like you tap into the threshold of what you're good at, what you can contribute to the world and what the world needs. This creates a sort of vector, a vector, think of it like an arrow being shot. It creates a three-dimensional point of where you land in that like triangle of awareness. You know, we established another triangle of awareness in the beginning of this reading. And it was, well, you know, we're going to go back and see it. Uh, we're going to go back and see it. It's uh, the thinking mind, the subconscious mind, and the not knowing mind, you know. It's like what you know, what you don't know, and what you don't know, you don't know. Knowing, not knowing, translation to being. Uh, self-referential patterns. It's uh, That's what it is, you know. It's like a self-referential pattern that allows for you to consider the truth. You know, it's like if you're operating in like a place where you can draw all your energy into something but it can get knocked out of your vessel then you're not going to completely walk around with it on you 100 of the time you're going to embed it into things and you're going to be able to tap into it when you trigger things that are going to allow you to tap into it okay so this is actually starting to be long so i think i'm going to cut this into like two episodes we're nearing like an hour 
well possibly less after i clean it up and all that stuff but um you know like got rid of all like the bloopers and yeah and uh irrelevant rambles which i'm sure they're present um if it's still like you know whatever it's still gonna be long you know so it's like i want to rather cut this into like two or maybe i'll just keep going but i think i'm just gonna cut it into two and they're gonna be roughly around the same time because we're only in dimension and intention right now and we still got well we've still got a couple more to go so you know it's gonna be at least another hour worth of information that we're gonna be discussing so we could probably go ahead and break it up into another video but for the most part it's pretty cool uh this is a different vibe now that like you know there's a nice microphone here we could do more things you know it's like the setup is here you know there's no there's no other moment other than now you know like this, when i first started this i was like i want the microphone to talk about like you know expansive topics and stuff and well like you know here we are talking for an hour at a time um and it's just it's just sort of entrancing because it's like for me like i choose to have the audio input on and you wait before i get too deep into any other conversation i want to go ahead and talk about the fact that like we're not going to really be discussing the idea of the week probably because if like you just heard the last episode then you're going to want to talk about the idea of the week uh right now but i want you to think about it more i want you to think about it so well, we're gonna do it next week or whenever the next episode is uh you know i think that i'm not gonna really stick to a schedule but maybe i will stick to a schedule i just know that i'm gonna be uploading content much more often now because it's like i'm not doing a lot of editing there's enough editing just like cutting off like bloopers and like excessive it's not that i curse that much I would. all the cursing that i leave in the thing is all the cursing there really is but um yeah it's just what it is you know it's, it's it is what it is um i really am having a fun time though it's like i was like wow an hour already uh that's pretty cool we're, we're, we're really going for it. We're really going for it. Um, and that's just pretty cool because it's like, well, I'm just going on in circles now, but that's basically why. So you see how I'm talking in circles. That's how I feel whenever I talk to people. Like we just go around in circles. We just chase. It's like tag. It's like, so when I talk to a lot of people, it just feels like I'm playing tag with them. It's like the same, the same supposed pleasantries that, you know, it's like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Good. Good. Oh, anything new? Oh, cool. What about, what about me? Oh, well, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And how's the family? Oh, yeah. You know, that's how it is, you know? And it's like, we're doing this again? <laughs> we're doing this again? Like, if you wanted to tell me, you would have fucking called me when it happened. You know what I'm saying? Or at least, like, you would have you let me know by now. Um, so it's like, what are we just doing here? Let's just cut to the chase and i know that that just it's like if you want to have a conversation have a real conversation with me and you'll see how like involved in it i am but if you're just asking me the same three questions without interest which seems to be like really the consensus out here like you know where i live it's just it's kind of it's kind of like weird because it's like it forces isolationism but you know when you find your group you find your group and it's like you don't necessarily need to talk to everyone but as long as you're not like with a closed heart listen you don't need to get along with everyone nobody's bitch you know we're in 2021 we're all empowered human beings and we're all strong you know we're all powerful um well if you want to be there now you could be here now you know i guess that like yeah that's about it for today um i did just say that we're not going to talk about the idea of the week we're going to go ahead and just let it simmer a little more or let it marinate and yeah when i upload the next episode we'll definitely go ahead and uh, discuss it though i really like this one because it's like it's just i love these questions they make me really happy and i hope they make you just as happy they're very thought-provoking um but yeah you know like i mean i hope you 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 enjoyed this longer episode might be might be funner to listen to after you you know because like if you already heard everything it's like these should inherently make sense and the little cross references should have like you know if you didn't make them already and if you may if you're already listening to all of these and you're not telling me that you're listening to the podcast like what are you doing tell me you listen to it and that you like it <laughs> 
oh yeah yeah tell me that you so just tell me what you think about it you know because it's like you're obviously here like I, you're obviously here <laughs> and uh i want to connect with you like you're, you're here and i want to connect with you because i want to see what my audience looks like so really just find me on twitter at sci beyond at me we'll talk we'll get to know each other i'll be pleased you know do it do it do it do it um i don't necessarily use instagram but if you want me to make an instagram tweet me on twitter and tell me to make an instagram that's it that's it that's how things got done you know you, you we live in a day and age where we do stuff on social media and like i said i don't necessarily use social media because it's part of the same societal programming in the games like it's like it's not even something that's necessary i might not even include this plug in this like end recording but like you know i might even just leave the fact that i'm discussing like cutting the plug out but like it's just it you know just do it yolo like it's like yolo i suppose that like you wouldn't follow me if i didn't tell you hey follow me here right who knows i don't really I guess I'm just enjoying the fact that I could hear myself in crystal clear 2020 audio. So I'm just taking my time with all of it and not really rushing it. Like if you're here listening because it's just because you enjoy the company and you know, it's like, it's cool. Here we are. We are the company of the company party. You know, we're all interconnected, even though it's like all of us, all of us listening to this right now, like just how I said, hide of the past, like me, like me in the past or well, me in the future. Well, that me saying hi to me in the future with this, like the future beyond this future is a me in the past now. So it's a different reality, you know, like, I mean, I don't necessarily remember if I spoke about fractals here in last uh, in the last episode. But in the last episode, I, I think it was the last episode. Yeah. So in the last episode, I did go ahead and mention how uh, fractals create a split in the perception so those are kind of like alternate timelines i guess you could label them as that and like it's like kind of up to the uncertainty frequency but like that's actually well you you could see how it applies to this moment um it's just it you know all right well thanks for listening um i was thinking well actually there's been a book i've been wanting to discuss for a while um it's called the light of egypt and it's it's quite it's quite it's a big one you know it's the science of the soul and the stars it's a two volume volume it's a two volume theory by thomas h Burion. and uh it really talks about well just how we could tap into like it's just the soul you know like if you're tapped into your soul these will activate things within you you know and i think it's like pretty cool i think i owe it to you my reader to read these words of power out loud in this microphone so that you know you can get whatever i got from it maybe you don't get anything maybe you do get something but you know if you get something then that's exactly why i'm doing it if you don't get anything then well i wish the best to you you know like this is uh this is kind of like from a book called the book of wisdom the logos so uh, as you have probably heard before and if you haven't let's just assume that you haven't the not the gnostic tradition talks about reaching a state of gnosis where you achieve the divine wisdom by raising your kundalini serpent to the highest degree possible achieving well achieving audience achieving vision achieving the awakened state of the fully risen kundalini serpent um so all right this is from a book that talks about how the soul becomes the logos and explains the wisdom of the divine ego within the qualities that have been created of the soul so let's just get to it uh, maybe the, let's get to it he who sees all things in the soul and the soul in all things does not slight anything it is more refined than an atom and cannot be pre-approached by argumentation. The truly wise, knowing the ubiquitous soul, which sees the wakeful and the profoundly sleeping states, do not mourn. The soul is pure because it does not participate in the qualities. It is distinct from the qualities because it is itself wisdom from the sanskrit word katha 
know then that salvation is not attained by uttering mantras or by the burning of incense or observing of thousand fasts. Until the incarnated soul knows that he is divine, he cannot attain salvation. Mahanirvana Tantra, which is the self-realized state. As is in a demoned magic mirror, one cannot see forms reflected so a spirit with the mature organs cannot attain knowledge. I will once again read that. A spirit with immature organs cannot attain knowledge. As is an unripe fruit, sweet juice cannot be found. So is knowledge not found in an undeveloped organism? The knowledge of the divine element being in us is, therefore, the first requisite and as we acquire that knowledge, we progress in the development of the inner life. So this reaches, the, so you begin to state one reason of matter and you achieve the state of existence and then it reaches and then it expands and then you see how much deeper it begins and that like only the first stage is merely the beginning of the so let's say you took eight steps to get there. So you took those eight steps to realize that you had to take four more quests that each take 30 steps to complete. So you have, you know, four times 30, that's 120 steps to take, you know? So yeah, that's how it is. It's just how it is. Uh, and then you, once you do that, you're like much stronger and much more well-prepared for whatever it is that, you know, you were seeking in the first place because you found all your answers. But it's not to mention that it doesn't come with a lot of, well, a lot of work you know it's a lot of work um i think that you know that's like if this interested you go ahead tell me on twitter and i'll go ahead and read more of this but um i think i'm gonna go ahead and rest my voice you know i've been recording for well here it might only be a couple of minutes like 50 45 120 minutes definitely not two hours but uh, maybe an hour maybe an hour 20 not really um, but like really I've been recording all day like this is this is really a beauty um, it's just a bunch of ideas just finally coming into fruition because it's like if you haven't heard yourself in a microphone which I really haven't before like I got this microphone well definitely not to this degree like this degree is just something unlike anything I've ever heard before but um yeah before I heard myself in this microphone I was like all right cool here are my ideas but then I started talking to myself about my ideas because it's like this is what I'm basically doing i'm just talking to myself about my ideas through a microphone you know and it's like oh yeah of course well yeah i see it like this and then i could just continue to expand based off of the information i'm already feeding myself so that's a recursive loop and essentially the nucleus of what this show is going to just continue to demonstrate it's just the main approach to the show it's this is like what we're trying to express you know this is another example of the self-recursive function phenomena that i've been well going on since the introduction of this show but yeah well i mean thanks again for hearing this out let's go to the next episode which like i said is just going to be a continuation of this 